gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Oh, that was uh, Heathcliff's Meat Song by Louis Zong, and this is the Meatcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Hey, everybody. I'm good, Nick. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, I told you I'm drinking an, a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, uh, no free ads, but I do want to call out that the beer is called Athletic, uh, right? Athletic, athletic Light. Athletic Light, yeah. Athletic is the brewery. I guess it's still a brewery if you're it's not alcoholic, right? Do they still make those at breweries? <laughs> yeah, they're still brewing right? it. I think they're just putting. They just there's a big switch that says <laughs> alcohol on it, and they either turn it on. It's like or a big off, funnel, depending just on what they're making. Vodka yeah. into the beer. <laughs> yeah, the beer tub. <laughs> um, <laughs> the beer tub. Well, we have a, a big, a great, good guest today. He's a comedian here from Austin, Texas. He, uh, we're all going to be in an improv show together on Saturday at eight. Call, or 8.30 at Fallout Theater called Pioneers. Uh, Pete Parsons. Pete, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'd also say athletic non-alcoholic beer is uh, where it's at. Oh, have you, am I the only one on this call that hasn't had an athletic uh, light? You, it sounds like it, but it's definitely the beer of choice. Best wow. beer of choice for people who get previously it. partied too hard. <laughs> now, Pete, are you, uh, you're wearing an athletic light sweater and there's an athletic light poster behind you in the background and a bobblehead on the shelf behind you. You're not coming on to our purely podcast. Co- no, purely coincidental. Purely coincidental that are you? I just, you know, I have to be a big fan of athletic brewery. Okay. And, um, the beer is just delicious and crisp and oh, any kind of okay. style of beer you like, they can absolutely nail. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say here. I forgot to say we, we got to read some Apple podcast reviews. Uh, we, we have one here from and, and please uh, rate us and review us on Apple podcast. If you can, we'd love that. Give us five stars and we'll read your review here on the air. If you, we will not read it. If you do not give us five stars, just again, want to make that clear. And if, I guess if you don't want us to read it, you can mention that in the review. Um, but I don't know why you would care. Um, okay. We have a review here from a astute fishy Nardo fishy in quotes. And he says, dazzling in its scope, awe-inspiring in its execution, the scintillating explication of the enigmatic shenanigans of West- Westminster's most cherished obligate carnivore is essential listening. Don't miss it, bro. It's very nice from a astute. Wow. Fishy. I love that. Yeah. Wow. And then one wow. here from Quentin choir who says, bro blimps. Hey bros, are you aware that at the time of this review, and this was oh, this was actually an interesting fact. I read this earlier from from this review. I, are you aware at this time of this review there are only twenty five operational blimps on the planet? Did you guys know that? There's only twenty five. I did blimps. not know that. So, I think when you compare that to the number of planes, boats, cars, limos, it I mean, seems wild to a low number. That is, Heathcliff is shown partying with his bros in one of the twenty five existing blimps. If the stars are left on your podcast for blimps. You would now have one fifth of the planet's entire supply of blimps, and well deserved. Well, thank you, uh, Quentin Choir, and thank you so much for the nice review and the fun yeah, fact. Twenty five blimps. I wonder, yeah. like, if there was a time where there were uh, more than twenty five. Like, what was what was peak? What was the peak blimp time? How many blimps were there? Now, there it was the Hindenburg, yeah. but that brought it. That was twenty six. <laughs> then when it went, then that brought it down to twenty five. Since then. was the Hindenburg like the? It wasn't like the first blimp. It was just like a no. I don't even disaster. know if it was a blimp. Yeah. 
Oh, is there a difference between a blimp and a, z- a zef- zephyr? Zeppelin? Zeppelin? Z- what? Yeah, you know what? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Yeah, I'm not traveling by blimp anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. um, but Heathcliff is. We'll get into it. Heathcliff's still up to his blimp, sh- his blimp shenanigans. Um, actually, I guess we should go ahead and get into it and uh, get into this week in Heathcliff. <laughs> this week on Heathcliff. So, Pete, have you? Do you know anything about Heathcliff? I know he's a cat. Okay. Um, and Great. a, mis- Good and a mischievous one at that. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. there was like a live, like animation cartoon show of it at some point. Yeah, it was animated. <laughs> it wasn't live. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. Okay. Given. <laughs> okay, you got him. On I can dream, can I? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see a live animated cartoon, but it's kind of like you know, he's I, I, is he Garfield with an edge? <sighs> Like, Some people might say that. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's that's not an unreasonable. He came before Garfield. Uh-huh. Just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He, um, but that's about all I know about Heathcliff. He has kind yeah. of a. Well, we'll see. So let's look at today's strip, or not today's. This is last Friday, March thirty first, and this is a frequent uh, setup for Heathcliff on strip. He's playing in a band on the fence on his like backyard fence uh and he's got uh it's him and uh two other cats drum bass guitar and there's a big banner behind them that says bros and there's a couple of cats walking away and there's two birds in the uh commenting on it one of the birds is saying everyone's had enough of bros so what does this mean to you uh pete i wouldn't i would interpret that that you know the bros as a as a music band has had their peak heyday and you know everyone's just kind of or their 15 minutes of fame are up and you know now it's uh now they're old news um but then if you borrow the bros term out of context i think yeah everyone they are tired of bros of just you know being bros <laughs> saying dumb broy things that's a yeah that's yeah it's a fair point now in the context of of the comic uh this is interesting because it's 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 almost metatextual because it, this is this is coming at the end of bro week uh in Heathcliff mm-hmm. where all of the previous strips uh for this week were all in some way bro themed for example a blimp that just says the word bro on the side of it with Heathcliff riding along with uh, several of his bros, as mentioned in the previous uh, review. Now, we had sort of opined with uh, our previous guest, Lance Gilstrap, that um, Bro Week was was almost um, a, a, a celebration of positive masculinity. It was um, <laughs> taking ownership of the term bro uh-huh. uh, in a positive way. This uh, comic here is sort of... Um, if I may, uh, punching a hole in the blimp that is <laughs> that theory, uh, sort of acknowledging that everybody kind of has, well, literally has had enough of bros and bro week. Yeah. Do you think it is Peter Gallagher saying, okay, I get, I know, I get it. I'm pushing it with the bro stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. he, we, you know, being insiders that we are, we know that he writes these like four weeks in advance, right? So he can't react in real time to the reaction right. to bro. But he could know, like he could so kind of have an idea. Anticipating, well, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, we've all been there though. And like, we we like land on a bit and like have a lot of fun with it and just exhausted and then try to take it like past the point where it first already starts to dip. And then you try and take it one more to see if you can bring it back to life again. <laughs> so maybe that's where yeah. he's at. You no. Know, yeah, it's, not, a, it's know, like the Letterman tired. The Letterman style of comedy yeah. where you just keep doing it until it's funny again. Yeah. You keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. So this is. This, uh, I did. I think he needs to do it like seven more times and then <laughs> Well, he will, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, don't okay. worry. <laughs> he, he's not done with it yet. Mm-hmm. He's just taking a little pause. Um, I did notice I was looking at this uh, comic on uh, Go Comics earlier, and the, the first comment uh, from someone uh, said, Yes, we have, so let's knock it off. <laughs> oh, wow. And that had seven likes wow. on it, which for Go Comics is feels like a lot. Should we start Most popular? Should we start reading those comments? Would that make this too long? This show too long? I mean, you know, I don't know if we need to do it every time, but I just yeah. happened to notice, and I thought that was I thought it, it's always interesting to get the pulse of Heath Nation, the, um, the, the the of Heath Nation, yeah. Hey, uh, also, you can... I <laughs> can take the pulse of the entire <laughs> yeah. nation. If you'd like to keep, yeah, give us uh, an idea of what the... Send us... Yeah, you can send, reach us, reach out to us on Twitter at Heathcliff Recap or email us at HeathcliffRecap at gmail.com if you have any thoughts on the current state of Heath Nation or yeah. what's going on in the, in the comic strips. We want to hear from you, Heath Nation, and we want to know specific... I want to know what people's thoughts are on yeah. Bro Week. Oh, good point. Um, so this was the next one may april 1st saturday this was the true end of bro week but it it's totally different it's well it's not it's exactly the same comic strip basically (laughs) but now uh the cats are dressed as eggs and it's dumpty is is the the name of the band which is we've seen dumpty play before but this time the cats are loving it it's a packed crowd there's cats stage diving and moshing and uh this time the birds are saying that's more like it so continuity (laughs) This is rare, Kyle. Continuity, and Pete. Yeah. This is rare. Continuity between two days of comic strips. It's. I love when the comic is in com- when when Peter's in conversation with himself. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. um, you know, it's 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 a lot of fun. I noticed there's no microphone um, for him. So is this like an instrumental, like explosions oh. in the sky, or like jazz fusion <laughs> type of band? Yeah, I mean, it must like be. It's got to be or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have a. They have. It, we don't know. I guess we don't know whether these are two guitars, uh, two bass. It could be just two bass guitars. <laughs> That's pretty set, indie, as far as we yeah. know. Um, we don't know. Most likely, the yeah. These are. Yeah, it's probably two bass guitars and a drum set. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very simple drum set. It appears yeah. to just be a bass drum, and I'm assuming a snare could be a could could be just a single floor tom. Don't see any cymbals. Um, it would it's yeah. It's very interesting to imagine what the music of Dumpty actually sounds like. Yeah, yeah. if I had to guess, I would guess like garage rock for some reason. Mm. Yeah. Well, like I mean, I think riffs. that sort of yeah. lines up with what what, what we know about Peter's uh, taste. Uh, um, I think that that is probably true, but we gotta we gotta for, get some of uh, his music, some of his band's music. I would let Peter, if you're listening to this one, if you have this one on, I would love to hear some of your your band's music. Please send that our way. Um, we will play it or not play it on the show, <laughs> but I would like to personally hear it. Uh, I w- would also like to add if you started this band for real, if you did started doing like bar shows in Austin. 
dressed as cats wearing egg costumes <laughs> and calling yourself Dumpty, you'd you'd be you'd have a tiny desk concert within two and a half months. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, look at look at like Fragile Rock. You know, they're they're big. People love them. People love this kind of like uh, fun dress up. What is Fragile stuff. Rock? Oh, they're like a they're like a rock band where they're puppets. They have people the the band members. Are oh, cool. Puppets. Now that's more like yeah. it. <laughs> Pete, uh, <laughs> you're musically inclined. Yeah. Do, you, do you have you ever have you, any, have you ever had any bands? You ever played gigs? Have ever ha- no, I've never played like a, a gig to get paid. I think the last time I was in a band was in high school, um, and I think our only gig was playing for like a 24 hour relay outside to like raise money for teachers um yeah we played um, like a like a race like a relay race yeah That's like you had a team of like you know yeah you had a team of like 12 people or whatever and one person always had to be on the track and wow. just like raise money for um uh like the teachers at our school who were like kind of needed some some like help ah what Oh, like, shocking. The teachers yeah, were not getting yeah, enough money. Yeah, That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone had to resort to a weird uh, gimmick. To and I mean, it was weird because, like, you know, like, I wasn't, but, we, like, we, it was a pretty, it was a well-off community. It was kind of, you know. Um, I'm bragging a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, again, uh, really I, shocking that a well-off you, community is not. <laughs> I started saying I wasn't, but it was an affluent community. I was across the street from the expressway. So. They brought the kids from the wrong side of the tracks over to play <laughs> I mean, music. Yeah. Yeah, for the rich kids, yeah, teachers, Which, that they wouldn't pay. Yeah, our band was. We just played um, Green Day's Dookie uh, album from start to finish. <laughs> wow, that would be my favorite band. Yeah, and my second yeah, favorite band was, after Green Day. After, after Green Day, Dumpty. <laughs> and you go Green Day, Dumpty, then your band that plays Dookie all the way through. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to. Uh, I think we're gonna have, I have to a question though. Can I have a question? Do we do we have time to yeah, have a question about the the like? Is it nighttime in this mm-hmm. sketch? Because like the moon is out and there's a dark sky and then there's blue sky. Is there just is that just yeah. pollution or? You've identified a, a recurring uh, thing here, but I, I believe this is okay. meant to be nighttime. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a, it's something that that I, I forget. It's how weird it is, but this is how he how they show nighttime in in Heathcliff Land. It's like, yeah, a black oh. cloud with a moon inside of it and then a blue night sky. Mm-hmm. I think it's just meant meant to not, so you don't have just a pure black background, which would just look like a void, sure. you know? Yeah. But then I don't know why you need the, it, you know what? We don't <laughs> <need to. laughs> the rest of this episode could be about that. Um, I, I You know, whenever Pop Seathcliffs makes an appearance, we got to talk about it, even if it is on a Sunday. Uh, so this time it's Nick. I feel like Peter <laughs> has been like, like I think I think the Sundays have really stepped up per- in response to you <laughs> specifically saying that you don't like the Sunday comics. The timeline seems to match up, and now now he's sort of making it unavoidable. You have to talk about the Sundays because we had a Jimmy week, and now we got pops in the Sunday. Well, so uh, Pete uh, Heathcliff's dad is a. Uh, <laughs> doing his best. Felon. Yeah, he's doing his best. He's a he's. I think he's an ex-con, but he still wears his his black and white okay. striped prison uniform everywhere he goes. Was it for like? Was it for like 
negligent homicide <laughs> or like something? We don't, we don't we don't know, but it could easily be that. But so anyway, he uh, he come he he and Heathcliff are tossing a well. So they they knock on the the door of the mouse hole, I guess, and uh, a mouse comes out, and he Heathcliff and Pops throw a mouse back and forth. Uh, outside and then uh the uh the birds are saying i love baseball season <laughs> i would i would maybe this this is probably not enough for kyle's punch-up corner but i would maybe say i love mouse ball season <laughs> mouse that'd ball be season? that's just mouse ball season or something like that you know rat Base ball would mouse. be funnier but it's clearly a mouse, mouse. not a rat so mm-hmm. yeah uh, we, yeah, we, we playing catch, playing mouse. Do that doesn't make sense. Playing having a having a mouse having a mouse ca- yeah. having a cat would make sense if they were if there was a two <laughs> big mice throwing one little cat. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that the mouse is is ju- is a participant in this. That he's not doing. This yeah. is not. They're not doing it. He's doing it of his own free will. They knock, they invite him. And then I do love that there is the panel showing them walking to the backyard together. I, I just love that continuity of the mouse going like, yep, here we go, boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Is it four o'clock already? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he seems to be down. He, like he knows the drill. Yeah. yeah. And Heathcliff is loving this. Heathcliff is yeah. thrilled to be spending some time with his father. His father seems a little over it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the governor gave him a pass for the weekend to, to leave. <laughs> yeah. uh, play some catch before he gets executed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pops All is over right. it. Let's see. Okay, so, and this is big. This is the this beginning is of Jimmy Week 2. So, <laughs> this is going to be inscrutable to you uh (laughs) but so it's uh this is from april 3rd monday heathcliff is uh painting on his ceiling uh the three portraits of his frog friend jimmy one of them is jimmy's wearing like a a robe the other ones he's unclothed (laughs) but it's jimmy floating in the clouds and uh uh, grandma nutmeg is talking to her friend and she's saying he's painting the jimmy ceiling Yeah, now, Pete, what are your thoughts on, on this as a person who's never heard of the frog named Jimmy before? Uh, I mean, in case you, like, doubted your senses from what you were seeing, you could get verification by the text reading it. So, <laughs> yeah. um, if you weren't sure that, what you were seeing, I mean... If you just saw this in the newspaper, though, what, like, would it make any sense yeah. to you? <laughs> no. contextless. No, it wouldn't. It would make zero sense um, to me, or I would. I would wonder, you know... I would wonder how it got in the comic, uh, like in the paper, I guess, with it. Or That's like, the magic I, I would of feel, a, I would feel people. like with a group of friends, I would pretend to say, oh, yeah, I, this is hilarious. But no, <laughs> not, no, like, not really know what it's about. Hopefully no one calls my bluff. I do love that it's the Jimmy ceiling and there's no attempt at making a Sistine Chapel <laughs> joke. No, yeah. There's, there's not like even like crossing. you could. Yeah, you could easily do the Jimmy's or Heathcliff drawing himself doing the finger touching thing with Jimmy on the ceiling. But is, that is hard to that is a lot to draw. I is, mean that's that's a hassle. Yeah. Is Jimmy like a love interest of Heathcliff? Like an unrequited love? Or is like is Jimmy uh, real? Or? 
Heathcliff is uh, Jimmy's real. Okay. Heathcliff is kind of Jimmy's agent okay or manager <laughs> heathcliff is always trying to make jimmy happen um oh, okay and so and nobody uh, in town seems to really care for jimmy outside of heathcliff yeah okay. heathcliff seems to be the only one that is okay. that believes in jimmy's talent uh at all now uh we've no. touched on this a lot but but that is sort of the opposite in in the real world where jimmy is a breakout Heathcliff character. Everybody loves Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy merch is um, flying off the shelves mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. of the web store. That's sweet though. Yeah. Like I would like I feel like I feel like I've been blessed to have a couple of Heathcliff friends and I'm the Jimmy. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's you know? great. You love we love when we love have friends. a pal that gasses us up. Yeah. Well, so here is uh, the next day, April fourth. It's Jimmy uh <laughs> is I guess sitting inside of or on top of a bush of ro- of flowers <laughs> and uh Heathcliff's leaning against the wall in the back and uh Iggy is saying Jimmy is in bloom this one I think like you 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 could you could assume you know if I didn't I've had no context I'd look at it and go, okay but Jimmy's obviously the frog mm-hmm. and the image is very funny to me the frog laying amongst the flowers it also looks very appealing i gotta say i would love to be to just be a little frog guy yeah laying amongst amongst the flowers in a bush like that would be incredible right like to be able to use like a like a flower for an umbrella that would be like, <laughs> that would top of the mountain for me be adorable yeah. absolutely yeah 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 it'd be that small just be a little guy yeah mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of um, Nirvana uh, jokes mm. being made in the in the nighttime garbage ape group about this one. It felt like a lot of people were uh, really latching onto the in bloom yeah. portion of this. Is that the mm-hmm. song? It's like she's the one who likes. Yeah, yeah I think so. I'll I believe so. Sing. Yeah, don't sing anymore. We'll get a copyright strike. Um, if you start a band that just plays, true. never mind. All the way through, probably. Be my number four yeah. favorite band of all time. Yeah, we didn't get number, into Nirvana after, yeah. after Nirvana. So number one, number one, Green Day. Number two, Dumpty. 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 Number three, the band that play, Pete's band that plays nothing but Dookie, top to yes. bottom. Number four, Nirvana. Yes. Number five, Pete's other band. The band that doesn't Pete's other band that doesn't exist yet that plays in bloom. Yes, front to back. Or that's Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, never mind. Uh, but they got to cover the full yeah. album, otherwise they drop to number six. All right, let's move on to <laughs> April fifth. And so this is okay. So Heathcliff and Jimmy are kind of pouncing on this couple sitting on a bench. One of the, it's a, a hipster man and sort of a nondescript woman. Uh, and uh, the the woman is saying, "I told you not to diss Jimmy." It's not even a hipster is not a quite an accurate depiction. This is a 50 style. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a character that would be on a sitcom in like the 50s mm-hmm. as like a joke style. character, a type of person that does not really exist. Anymore. He's kind of got his his legs and arms positioned in a way that I feel like there should be a bongo in between his legs. But there's <laughs> there's no bongo there. But if the, he, he, you can tell he kind of wishes there were one or that's he's just kind of used yeah. to there being a bongo. I want to know what this broke ass, shaggy ass looking <laughs> guy said to Jimmy to get him so riled yeah, up. Yeah, because Jimmy is traditionally very laid back. Nev- yes, Jimmy does not get riled up at all. Do you feel like this was so out of character for Jimmy? Could this- I saw some people saying that. 
I think, yeah, I think so. But 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 I don't I don't doubt or blame Jimmy at all. I'm. I, it's just got to be this guy must have said something really, really uh, offensive to get Jimmy is flying like that. Is Jimmy roastable? Like, does he have? Is he like right for fodder? Like. Well, the thing about Jimmy is that there there is almost no <laughs> information about him whatsoever. Okay. He always has sort of a, uh, <laughs> like, a total lack of expression on his face, uh, and he's just mm-hmm. kind of standing there. Yeah, complete complete blank slate. Huh. Do you think the guy maybe was talking about the frog legs that he had for lunch? <laughs> you think that might Probably. be it? He, he's, went to a, he's coming back from a Cajun restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, didn't didn't care for uh, yeah the frog legs in the gumbo. Yeah, yeah, and Jimmy, they're driving along in in the in the ham car, mm-hmm. and Jimmy's like, "Hey, what? Hey, did you hear what that guy just said? Hey, pull, hey, he he could pull over. I think that guy was talking about eating frog legs, and then he said it again. He talked. He kept talking about the frog legs, and that's when they jumped out of the car and, and they. These, they killed this guy. They, they did, killed yeah, him. They killed this dead. man. The hipster is dead. The or the the bongo man, mm-hmm. the the beatnik. So do so they haven't like does these two characters haven't shown up in Heathcliff comics before, or are these just kind of? I don't recognize either one of them. Okay, I'm sure the the woman is just sort of a yeah. generic woman character that probably has shown up before. But the the beatnik guy is so distinct that you would remember. I that feel one. like I would remember. It him. just seems yeah. like, cause it seems like, you know, if, if they've never met Jimmy in person in, in frog before, like, like, but his reputation is like, you do not diss this frog. <laughs> like, so it's like his reputation. They never met him in frog. <laughs> they never met him in frog. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that, yeah, that he has that reputation at all. That she would know not to diss yeah. Jimmy because, like, people just know that doesn't. That's not what I, how I think of Jimmy as someone you, you don't want or some frog you don't want to diss. I, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like the entire town has been dissing him nonstop in every other appearance that he's made. Uh, that's true. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even that big of a deal what this guy said, but Jimmy's uh, at his breaking point. Yeah. Maybe Jimmy went full falling down mode. Yeah. And snapped. Well, we should move move so. on to yeah. four April sixth today, Thursday, April sixth. Uh, Jimmy week continues. This time, Jimmy and Heathcliff are in the blimp, and Heathcliff's kind of leaving, leaning over the edge and cackling. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Grandma Nutmeg is saying he's still in his blimp phase. Oh, and the blimp says Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> but doesn't have a picture yeah. of Jimmy on it. So if you're using this as advertising for Jimmy, if the idea that Heathcliff is saying, like the Goodyear blimp, you know, that that is like a logo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you would want to put Jimmy's face on the blimp. It's a very low flying yeah, blimp thing. Are. So you might just be able to look at look up and see Jimmy there. <laughs> That's true. You can't just see Jimmy peeking over the edge of the basket. Uh-huh. They are crushing a couple of athletic beers in this though, too. <laughs> the last time we saw Heathcliff in his limb phase, he was getting tanked. That's true. It is what Heathcliff tends to do. And judging by the look on his face, he does look like he's 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 uh, mid merriment. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, he he looks like he's been knocking back a couple. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they were. Maybe uh, they just had some edibles beforehand. Maybe that's kind of <laughs> yeah, and they're hitting him. They're hitting Jimmy a little bit differently. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jimmy's, yeah. Jimmy is on an indica strain. <laughs> yeah. He just, just needs to lay down for a little bit. Yeah. Um, the rich interior life going on with Jimmy right yeah. now. Um, did you, did anyone have a blimp face? <laughs> oh yeah, of course I did. Mm, I uh, did actually. Yeah. yeah. I was fascinated with them. Well, cause the Ninja Turtles had one, right? They, they had a, uh, there was a toy that you could get that was a Ninja that was Turtles. one of the twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I did you have that toy, Kyle? I I really <laughs> wanted it. I'm stressing here for a past thirty seconds, fifteen seconds, trying to think of what you meant by one of the twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, I I believe I did was that, have that. Was that toy. the what um, was the best action figure toy you guys had? Oh, Mine man. was uh, Wayne Manor. I had. I was. Did you have the one that psyched when I got? Wayne you could Manor. put Batman in one yes. side and Bruce Wayne figure in the other and rotate it, twirl it around. Yeah, yeah. That literally was the one that I was thinking of. That was the coolest one. Uh, did you have it? I did have it. Yeah. Wow, Pete, you have any cool action figures? Uh, so just just. Well, no, because just to cement the fact that while I did live in an affluent town, I was not part of that crowd. The only okay. toys, the only toys and action figures we would get would be from this spot called Toy Liquidators, which would be <laughs> in Michigan City, Indiana, and it was like all the toy. It was a toy store that just like had like the bin of things that you know they couldn't sell, so they just sold them like for pennies on the dollar. And I think my favorite toys that I got there though from were the biker mice from Mars. Um, sure. Yeah, I think those were probably my my go to ones because uh, they were pretty badass. I need to know what Star Wars figures ended up in the bins at toy liquidators, you know, because uh, every character, everybody in the background, you know, had yeah. a Star Wars action figure. So I need to know who who they who was not selling. Yeah, I don't remember. I know I remember like there were Power Rangers toys, but it was like it was uh, Finster and like. All like the like evil people who like no one really wanted to play with anyways. So right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pete, were there any uh, were there any uh, Dick Tracy toys there? Yeah, I think there were. I, I I know I had one, but I don't know if I got it from there because I think it closed when I was like five or six. But that seems like Dick. That store yeah. seems like made for Dick Tracy. It's yeah. so wild that there was a period where I, as like a five year old and a six year old, was like. Dick Tracy's the thing that I need to know about, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I so, think, so insane. I think that was the only, the Dick Tracy comic was the only one that like I read like in like each day to like follow the storyline. And like, I followed oh, like wow. one conclusive like point. It was only a week and like it had like conclusive, Whoa. like finishing it. And I was like, okay, so that's, I don't want to, I can't commit to something like this. And I never did it again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I used to I used to host a like a podcast about horror movies, and I would often get questioned the question of like, well, what got you started watching horror? And I always thought it was like watching the X Files when I was growing up, but I think if you go back even further, it was like watching the Dick Tracy movie and like the body horror of all of the villains and all the yeah. weird like flat top guy and all that uh, little you know, face, little face, little face, was my favorite. But he also yeah. scared the hell out of me. They were so scary and so insane looking. I think I started to develop a love of, of horror movies like through that, through the makeup effects and stuff in that. That makes sense. Hmm. Learning a lot about myself. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to, well, we're going to wrap it up with another edition of cat GPT. 
GPT. gotta re-record that jingle because it sounds like you're having an orgasm it does not sound like a <laughs> robot voice cat gpt cat gpt zero one um well so this time i asked chat gpt to i gave him some some of the 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 uh the captions for this week and then asked them to to come up with some new descriptions of panels so i said uh you know describe a panel with the caption as a bird saying everyone's had enough of bros so cat chat gpt says and if you guys can just imagine this the panel shows a group of birds sitting on a wire and one bird in the center is speaking with a serious expression saying everyone's had enough of bros in the foreground we can see heathcliff sitting on a windowsill looking up at the birds with a puzzled expression in the background a group of cats including heathcliff's nemesis spike are shown hanging out and having fun, oblivious to the bird's comment. The image is accompanied by the signature Heathcliff logo and title. (laughs) The logo and title that is never on any... (laughs) I thought that was a little too straightforward. Was that, Kyle? Very straightforward, but also like so many... Levels. I mean, it's like the birds are in the background and Heathcliff's in the yeah. foreground. Oh, and also there's another thing in the background. And it's what? What are you talking about? I like about? how it it tries to prove to us that it knows Heathcliff and right. knows the world by saying Heathcliff's nemesis Spike mm-hmm. and the yeah. signature logo and title. Yeah, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, can't chat. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah, it's able to Google Heathcliff and spit yeah. out words at you i asked if it could make it weirder and so uh the panel shows a group of birds standing on their heads on a telephone wire with one bird in the middle of the panel shouting everyone's had enough of bros while juggling several fish heathcliff is perched on a nearby tree branch wearing a top hat and monocle looking bewildered by the scene in the background a group of cats wearing party hats are shown dancing around a giant statue of heathcliff made entirely out of lasagna one of the cats is holding a sign that reads welcome bros the image is accompanied by the signature Heathcliff logo and title. <laughs> I mean, first of all, so random. I mean, yeah. the fish are the, the birds are juggling fish. That's so random. Mm. So random. Um, I will say the cats in birthday hats standing around a he- a Heathcliff statue does feel authentically Heathcliff. Yeah. Now here's where I get steaming mad is that it's made out of lasagna and fellas i i mean i don't even know i don't even know what to say about that the fact that they would it's all it's a slap in the face to heathcliff to include lasagna in this um because cat gpt does not know the difference between heathcliff and he who shall not be named (laughs) garfield you mean Uh, nick (laughs) Okay, I asked it to do one with the caption of Grandma Nutmeg saying he's still in his blimp phase. The panel shows Heathcliff's owner, Grandma Nutmeg, standing outside in her garden with a group of her elderly friends. She's holding a cup of tea and looking up to the sky with a concerned expression. One of her friends is pointing upwards and saying, what's that in the sky? In the background, we can see Heathcliff flying a homemade blimp made out of a laundry basket and helium balloons. He's wearing Aww. a captain's hat and goggles and grinning mischievously. 
Grandma Nutmeg then sighs and says, he's still in his blimp phase. The image is accompanied by the signature Heathcliff logo and title. <laughs> Not far off from what the, yeah. the actual comic was. Basically, yeah, I just, mean, this, honestly, this <laughs> yeah, other than the, the, the multiple lines of dialogue. Um, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I do like the image of Heathcliff in a captain's hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that uh, kind I of enhances that. that enhances like that he's getting really into it still. Yeah, uh, for sure, definitely. Yeah. But no, Jimmy, no mention of Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. well, sorry, it's Jimmy. funny you say that because then I said, could you work Jimmy into that panel you just described? <laughs> okay, great. So the panel shows Heathcliff's owner, Grandma Nutmeg, standing outside in her garden with a group of her elderly friends. She's holding a cup of tea and looking up at the sky with a concerned expression. One of her friends is pointing upwards and saying, what's that in the sky? In the background, we can see Heathcliff flying a homemade blimp made of laundry basket and helium balloons. He's wearing a captain's hat and goggles and grinning mischievously. He does the same thing I just read. But meanwhile, in the foreground, Jimmy is shown playing with a remote control, which is connected to a toy blimp. He's staring intently at the blimp, which is about to crash into a nearby tree. Grandma Nutmeg then sighs and says he's still in his blimp phase as Jimmy's blimp crashes into the tree. The image is accompanied by the signature Heathcliff logo and title. So (laughs) (laughs) she's describing a cartoon because the blimp is moving. Yeah. And And what is the, now we got two blimps going on. (laughs) Like what, this is, oh my God. Chad GPT, you know, discover, don't invent, you know, you're just, you're sort of adding stuff here. That we just put just put Jimmy in the blimp. Just put just Jimmy put, in the blimp. Put, put Jimmy blimp in the blimp. And put Jimmy right. Jimmy on the side of the blimp. It's I easy need to do. Or well, if it's a blimp, if it's a makeshift blimp made out of individual balloons, all the balloons should say Jimmy on them. It should just be a bunch of balloons that say Jimmy, Jimmy, yes. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. That's what I do. All right. But well, I'm not a, a, a robot. I'm not a robot. Well, we got to wrap it up. Another great edition of Cat GPT. <laughs> um uh thanks so much for joining us pete is there anything you want to talk about before you go Uh, um no this was this was great um my exposure to heathcliff is is wonderful and um is is this a chance can i plug my thing or yeah of course Uh, i also do a similar not similar comic at all uh but uh uh, just uh, check out little high bear on instagram uh, about a little bear who's a little high um, finding out the wonderful things in uh, in this day to day. Is it just at little high bear? At little high bear, yeah. Um, cool. But I'm definitely going to try and incorporate some more. Maybe I'll try and sneak a Jimmy in there. Um, you should uh, for your listeners yeah. to see if they can find it. People love it. <laughs> yeah, little high bear. I will co-sign. Very very funny. Yeah, very uh, funny. not enough attention being paid to little high bear. Frankly, I think I, we need we need to juice this. We From the- Heath, Heath Nation, juice this. Should we make it a high? A podcast about Little High Bear? Sure. Uh, I'd have to get busy uh, and actually give it and give more attention to it than other people aren't. To <laughs> my own thing. But I can do that. I, I, won't let the, I won't let the Heath Nation down. Okay. Well, thank you, Pete. Thanks, Kyle. Uh-huh. And until next time, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>